Why are you not even recording yet? I don't know. This is gold. Uh, I am recording, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Because I I am a good producer. You are a great producer. And I mean, I'm not even... I'm three ducks in a a lady costume, so, you know. (laughs) I'm a very convincing animatronic. Like, the Disney Imagineering has just done amazing work but i used to have the servos that ran uh, abraham lincoln so sometimes mm. I, I i i i will skip around a little bit so like um, you know, he, who you know, he threw a desk across across the hall uh, uh in the uh great moments with mr lincoln when they upgraded Wait, what when no he, way when they upgraded him so that big <laughs> that big giant desk the, yeah. the copy of the resolute yeah. desk uh uh-huh. when they upgraded him it. in i think the the 90s his uh-huh. arm got caught underneath it, and the new servos are oh. so powerful that he flipped that desk over. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln did done did a table flip. Yes, That's incredible. Oh my, T- T- Taven! Like I, I, I'm wondering if you're strong enough to flip tables. You know, I when you get your servos wrong. I am strong enough to pet a squirrel. Well, he's strong enough to flip a chair. I've seen him flip a chair at, at uh, oh. cons. So. And, and, and at FC, I mm-hmm. um, there was a chair, and I did things. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. my story about that. And before we begin here, before I hear the music, Lux, I want to yeah. tell you two things. Um, okay. So... Uh, you know, the earth is um, 70% water, right? I think about 70%. Well, I yeah, found out... Act- me. About the right, yeah. So, and I found out mm-hmm. yesterday that it's actually 70% uncarbonated water. So we have officially proved that the earth is flat. Ooh. No? Oh, no. And what did that wash over me? Okay. Here- like, just waves. Waves of bad humor. Wait, okay, like, okay, I- good. I am I am stunned in the presence of <laughs> like how bad of a joke that was. I'm having a major spiritual experience. I think I'm gonna quit podcasting, wander in the desert, and become a monk. That sounds and all and you heard it here, um, you first. I, I did it. Um, well, I, on a on a serious note, on a serious note, I found out I I have this a disease. It, it's kind of horrible. And do you know what? Want to know what this disease is? It's pretty horrible. What is it? It's a disease where I cannot stop telling airport airport jokes, and my doctor says it's terminal. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay, you know, okay, no, 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 okay, Taven, 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 no, you get to hear my bad pun joke now, okay? Okay. You get to hear my bad pun joke. Okay. All right, no, I'm sorry, but, like, I, mu- I must return hostility. Like, this is, <laughs> all right, so... The newest trend in plastic surgery is actually getting your implants removed, right? It's a good thing, too, because this lady down in L.A. got hers out. And come find out, underneath the left side of her implant was this wadded-up metallic stuff. Turns out it was, like, tape from a cassette tape. And she's like, what the heck? So she took her old doctor to sue him for malpractice. And one of the medical assistants takes the stand, and he's like, oh, no, no, she... She knew that there was cassette tape under the implant. Now, we told her. And the judge is like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, the doctor went into, you know, the room when she was waking up after anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And then he pointed to her chest and said, we built this titty on rock and roll. Oh, no. <laughs> built this titty. <laughs> Rain, roll the intro music. Roll the intro music. Yeah, roll the intro. <laughs> We're going to roll the intro music. <laughs> oh. 
This is Barely Forecasting, featuring Tabin and Injured Nerves, audio production. Hello, welcome, Moobark Fluff, to all you furry critters in the Potterverse. I'm Rain Raccoon, your guest producer again this week. Barely is off on a work trip, and we'll be back next week, we hope. With me today is that fluff-tastic pup, Tabin. How are you this week, Tabin? Well, I'm apparently fluff, fluff, and fluff-tastic, and I'm, oh yeah, so, hello all you furs out there, my name is Tabin, oh yeah, Ranger said that, and I am a pup, bark, bark, and yes, uh, this week has been really good, just been running around doing this stuff, um, petting the squirrels and the ones that will let me anyway, and there's none that do, so I guess I haven't been doing much of that. And how have you been this week, Rain? I have been fantastic. Really busy, but fantastic. I'm getting ready to go to Sweden next week. You are. Uh, <gasps> and I'm so excited for that. Um, so Does that have cheese? Uh, possibly. They possibly do, but I think, that's, I think <laughs> you're thinking of Switzerland. I am. Yes, yes, that's okay. There, there's a why? lot. There's a lot of holes in my knowledge. You see, so I was. Do you know why the Swedish why the Swedish Navy has barcodes on all their ships? I I do not know. Please let me know. So when they come back into port, they can Scandinavian. Oh, mathematician! That's that's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> anyway. So Tabin, why don't you introduce our guest host this yes, week? Yes, I will. Hi, why am I doing this? Um, yes, all you furs, as Rain said, um, Barely's not here again. Last week he wasn't here, so our guest, my guest co-host was Renegade Kangaroo, so if you didn't get a chance to hear that episode, go ahead and check that out. And this week is the luxurious, most amazing, glowy fur that you have ever seen. You all know her. You all love her. Lux Opron, how are you doing this evening, Lux? I'm doing great, and when Barely comes back from cigarettes, I'm going to fight him to the death to remain permanent host of this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I, I don't I'm like half-joking. <laughs> How are you doing, Taven? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And uh, so this is a true thing I'm going to say right now. I promise this is a true thing. Okay. And, and I don't know if you're going to appreciate it. I think it's cute. I don't know. So... It was in the news or something. It's a sign in Australia. You know, they have these warning signs. And there's a lot of dangerous animals in Australia. So they have this sign next to a lake or somewhere. And it's a do not swim sign. And it says, warning, recent crocodile sighting in this area. Okay. and But then the fine print says, crocodile attack can cause serious injury or death. <laughs> and I just thought that was cute that they had to, like, put that on the sign. Oh, that, that they had to clarify that these they aren't just like clarify. Yeah, no, like, it, crocodiles. these aren't like sweet, fun singing ones from. No, this frog. isn't these My like... Little Pony does alligator <laughs> crocodile land. This is yeah, my, my, little crocodile. my little crocodile. My little crocodile, right? Could you imagine the cutie marks on My Little Crocodile? Oh, that like, <gasps> well, right? and it's interesting that you say that because you know, um, mm-hmm. Pinkie Pie's pet is um, Gummy, the little crocodile. So you knew that, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Gummy, gummy the around. crocodile. Well, he's he's a crocodile with no teeth, so he doesn't That's pose much of a threat. Spice gummy. But yeah. like, I'm just imagining now, like a crocodile, like in the colors of Princess Celestia, and it's resplendent. Oh, like anybody out there who's listening to this podcast, your commandment is to draw Princess Celestia. As a crocodile. Oh, that's our no. That's awesome. That's our challenge for furs for the week. You heard it here. So all you furs, do that drawing and send it into the chat or to or um, the website your or somewhere. Pony as a crocodile. Any 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 pony from any generation. Just 
Make it a crack, baby. That's right. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, Friendship is Magic uh, generation. It can nope. even be the first. The the really like, mm-hmm. what were you smoking at the time <laughs> generation? The Care Bear kind of the crappily ca- animated, janky, rainbow bright chasing. Yeah, yeah, those My Little Ponies. <laughs> Yo, we're going to get some hate of um, Trash It on Gen 1. But, um, Pretty much. I watched a lot of that cartoon as a kid, and I tried rewatching it the other day, and I'm oh, like, was I brain damaged as like a three-year-old? <laughs> like, and am I brain damaged now though. because of it? I <laughs> Right. I was going to say, do, do I bill Hasbro for all my therapy? Like, yeah, who, who's covering McCopay's on this, huh? So, um, so. Lux, uh, yeah. w- well, so the next segment for us to do is the past mm-hmm. today. But before we do that, there is something in the show notes for you to read. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I looked over the show notes. Let me... Well, oh, this happened God. just right. today, so like an Jeez hour ago. So hold on, hold on. Where the hell? I got to open my email now? You guys are bending me over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is this? Couldn't what send this link to me on Telegram, Rain? You had to, oh, you know, had to sign into my so Gmail? Old Sorry, it's Google. Oh, my God. <laughs> Technical difficulties, Very everybody. old school. Um, oh, you first, my God. Like, where's the 8-track, Rain? Why the 8-track? Come on. Because you know, 8-track is the most superior sound method ever created. Oh, okay. Uh, Rain, At I least says Tommy Lee Jones. I have a request, Rain, and that's next time that you have a link like this, rather than sending it to me email, I want you to put it in an envelope, you know, with the correct postage, <laughs> hand it off to the Pony Express, send them across the, the, uh, the entirety of the country. Either that, and then and then they'll, they'll telegram it to South America and then back to me. Nice. So and then we'll... <laughs> I'm sorry, with DeJoy running the post office now, that's not even possible. Uh-huh. Not even... Uh, you know... They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They, they cut down all the telegram lines, didn't they? I mean, we we have yeah. Telegram as a messaging app, but as far as like actual physical telegrams, where is your thing? Let's see, red bubbles, <laughs> stickers. There we go. Okay, there's the link. There's the document. There's the script. I love so the. I love the like um, pain slash anger slash hate in your voice when you say that. There's the red bubble. There's the stickers. <laughs> There's just, my password. Man. Yeah, no, I, I only only fire up this PC to do, like, graphic design and every now and again, like, put on an old, like, movie from, like, the golden age of Hollywood when I'm weaving EL wire. And the fact that I had to log into my email on it makes me mad. Okay. Oh, it's my section. Better know a species. The one I actually asked for. Here I am complaining about uh, yeah. <laughs> well, not, not, But yeah, we're not there we're, yet. We're not there We're yet. actually above the past oh, today my. right now. No, yeah, you're. Jeez, oh, Pete. All right, all right. So, Pass today. So if you just look at introductions, couple, you type in God. Wait, guys, you can't, you can't give me a script of the not. Okay, so <laughs> welcome and introductions. We did that. You're typing God, typing, typing, lol, lol, lol. Yes, you, that's. You want me to add stuff to this? No, I, I, I just can. wanted you to read that, but you can add oh to it if you want. I'm, I'm gonna funny. add, I'm gonna add emojis here. Watch okay. this. Watch. Let's we're see. watching. Windows key period. There we go. Bring up my emoji screen. I'm going to punish you guys. I'm going to put in the, a weird emoji in here. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the weird uh... emojis are. Oh, you furs, we're having too much fun out there. It's too bad you can't see her to watch. What's there the emoji? I'm going to put a crying cat on here. Barely's going to love oh, this. Yeah, there's a crying right. kitty emoji up there. there oh, my cow. Oh, my cow. Okay, I, I say we successfully did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, we're caught up. Okay. So moving on to our next our next segment, the past today is just uh, you know our past segments we listen to or something or there's like things we got wrong and have to research and and uh, t- update the knowledge whatever. So I guess Rain can start. You have a past today. You can show us what a past today is like. Okay. All right, so my past today has to do with the episode a couple of weeks back where you and Barely dissed one of my favorite stop-motion artists. Oh, oh, I know which one that was. So, okay. <laughs> so yeah, the animation in Jason and the Argonauts was done by the great and amazing special effects wizard, Ray Harryhausen. Oh, Ray. And those special effects were actually cutting edge back in the day. Oh, uh, wow. He, he actually pioneered a lot of the special effects that went into much bigger budget movies that that you know we now consider classics including clash of like the titans like muppet babies <laughs> no not the muppet babies okay. but clash of the titans the oh, original okay, clash cool. of the titans that was nice, ray harryhausen nice. so i mean a lot of these a lot of these special effects also uh the seven faces of dr lao oh. um another great one that's another harryhausen classic so yeah don't don't diss him he was it, he was it, working with a very limited, limited budget bitches. and managed to make some amazing stuff that couldn't be done at the time in any other practical effect way. So, and and Lux, just for background, this was so the the episode before that, uh, barely mm-hmm. had talked about um, Jason and the Argonauts and saying, "Oh, Tabin, you should go and watch the stop motion." Blah blah blah. So, uh, so I went mm-hmm. and I watched the skeleton fighting scene and talked all about that and how. Slow. So it wasn't necessarily the stop motion I was dissing. It was more the painful, slow, okay, there's another skeleton coming out of the earth. Now we're looking at the Argonauts again. Okay, now there's another skeleton. <laughs> okay, and now, oh, look, there's the Argonauts again. What a surprise. Oh, I am so shocked and amazed to see another skeleton coming out. And there's like 10 of them. And then they like move forward. And it, anyway, that's, okay, so that was that. <laughs> so so in, if you're a fan of The Evil Dead, which I know Tabin not a big fan of because it's scary movie. Scary pup. Scary movie is not good for pups. But in The Evil Dead, there's a skeleton scene where the skeletons are coming out of the grave, and that's kind of an homage to Ray Harryhausen. Oh. Sam Raimi is a big Harryhausen fan as well. Nice. And Lux, yeah, it actually, looks... Actually, in, yeah, in Monsters, Inc., uh, the restaurant, that eyeball guy. That oh, Sully. That's escaping me. Sully, Sully, yeah. Mike, yeah, yeah. So, so no, Sully, Mike, Sully goes Mike and to, Sully, yes. Yeah, Mike. Sully's the furry Mike, one. Mike was out. Mike is the yeah, eye, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, death is coming soon. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so they go, he takes his girlfriend to a restaurant and it's called Harryhausen's. Because oh, okay. Also, everybody at Pixar knows that, like, what they're standing on the shoulders of giants. And yeah, any, any monster movie from, or fantasy movie from somewhere onward. Uh, was all Ray Harryhausen, and then oh, he yeah. inspired. I forget the, the name of the Japanese guy, but Rankin Bass, like all of those yep. animated features that are just a beloved staple of like you know Christmas stuff here in the U.S. Uh, also, George uh, Lucas was inspired by Harryhausen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and the special effects that he created for Star Wars were inspired by a lot of Harryhausen's work. He wanted to make mm-hmm. you know improve on Harryhausen's pioneering work, and, and you know that. And you know the staples that are really beloved to me are the ones that actually hold the paper together. So, oh gosh, those yeah. are the best staples those are ever. The best. Um, you can get those at Staples and Office Depot. Dun dun dun. And Office Max. <laughs> and Office Max. <laughs> no no no. Office Office Max was bought out by Office Depot. 
Was it? They're yes, all like it kind was. Of one corporation They're all one now? big mega conglomerate now. There are so many CEUs earned. Like it. Oh, there's so much. There's there's housingness. There's hairiness. There's there's. Oh no. <laughs> We lost Taven. <laughs> the cowbell banished Taven. <laughs> well, if I'd known the cowbell was going to banish him, I would have tried that earlier. But the cowbell caused Taven to return to his own plane. Is that what happened? What happened? Uh, the you cowbell. were banished by the cowbell. The cowbell banished you, apparently. <laughs> okay. Now I know how to banish you, Taven. Right? You better the be nice cowbell. to me. All hail the cowbell. All hail the cowbell. <laughs> oh, my cow. Oh well, on that note, my pass today is I don't have any, which is unusual. I usually always have a pass today, things to say about previous episodes, but I don't. I haven't. I've been so busy. I haven't been able to listen to any of our past episodes. I love listening to our past episodes because I'm of all the little effects and stuff and magic that rain and barely do with it but I just haven't recently. Do you have any past today? Have you listened to any? You do? I have one. Oh, yeah. my God. So oh, um, I have something to add to the official transformation station. Uh, oh, people okay. have been asking me for this. There's already fan art online. So yes. I'm going to go ahead and give some fan service to y'all. Crunchwrap Earl and Skylar are now going steady. <gasps> oh, oh my cow okay. that is awesome you guys shipped it so hard i just had to be like okay crunch rapper and skyler let's let's have them work it out so, they're so they good for each out. other though they, 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 they really, really are. are they are yeah that's absolutely that's so awesome we'll no, have to uh, we'll they, have to make sure to say yeah. congratulations to them next time we see them exactly which now they're, they're, they're doing they're doing great and um you know, as long as Crunchwrap Earl doesn't chew through the restraints, I think that relationship's going to last Right, a long time. right, right. There, there is that. But, you know, it, it's it's good to be restrained because, you know, he could get a little... Like that guacamole. He's got to get cut down on the guacamole. But yeah, Scudder's yeah. there to help um, smooth that out. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You first heard it here first. It's official. Skylar and Crunchwrap Earl. Congratulations, you uh, things out there. So, wow, you had a past today. I did not expect you to have that. So that's. I think um, you're so our first to... co-host that's, you know, guest co-host really? that's had a past today. Oh, I, yes. how, many, how many transformation stations have we recorded at this point? We are like, on uh, 18, I believe. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's rich backstory at this point. So there's... I sort of feel like I could dip into, like... Any, yeah, no, the, we, the, the, the world, just because we're not recording Transformation Station does not mean that there's not things going on at Lux's. I mean, you guys blow in and there's yeah, something new happening true. every single time you're in because it's like Game of Thrones, Elden Ring level, uh, like story nice. involvement. The lore is deep. So. <laughs> and now I have to ask, you mm-hmm. mentioned Transformation Station fan art. Is there really Transformation Station fan art? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just trying to. Oh, that, that's your assignment. Either, either a My Little Pony crocodile, <laughs> or if you guys want to draw ship art of Crutch Rapperl and Skylar. There. Oh, um, I'm glad I said yeah. something. That we've got a second challenge for furs. Um, exactly. Awesome, awesome. No, and if you're oh. asking for a reference for them, just close your eyes and think of like a giant Crunch Rap with a face. Yeah. Like a JoJo yep. face, 
And then Skyler just kind of looks like he's a white guy with dreads who works at Cold Stone Creamery. There so, you go. There you go. And when, when I think of Crunchwrap Rural, I, uh-huh. have you seen the South Park episode uh, Cancelled? The one no. where – Oh, well, there's this awesome South, South Park episode. They're all awesome. Mm-hmm. But there's this really good one. The title of the episode is Cancelled. And there's this like amazingly omnipotent – interdimensional being that changes mm-hmm. into different forms to sure. make itself more pleasing to whatever humanoid it's it's um, dealing with so that it's not scary whatever mm-hmm. and it when it's talking to the boys it rests on it's a taco with a face and it walks around and it's a taco so anyway that's <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute no, no 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 i think i remember this the taco poops ice cream right yes yes okay okay yes, yes, yes. I have seen, it's been literally 15 years since i've seen that episode but, but i remember, saw it remember it nice so. nice so that's what i think of when i think of crunch rapper okay so that brings us to rain <gasps> That would be our mailbag. Uh, do we have anything in the mailbag? Table? Wait, wait, hold it. Guys, guys, we got to sing the mail song. What are you oh, doing? Oh, is there a mail song? Yeah. Here's the mail. It never fails. It a makes fail. me want to <laughs> wag my tail. <laughs> tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. Blue's Clues. Well, thank Yay. you. Yeah. Hopefully they won't sue us. Oh, psh. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> so uh, I have no nothing in the mailbag this week. And I have nothing in the mailbag this week from any of our listeners, really, that uh, that we can post on here. What the heck? So. Oh, oh, oh! So we've got we've gotten some uh, some letters of certain certain. No, quality. no, no, we we sometimes uh-huh. get something that's a little uh-huh. too spicy for on the air. A little so too spicy. Yeah, yeah. So some we'll, people, uh, some people using this as the soundtrack for their dates. Huh? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Some people watching Maybe. some. Uh, Drawing some, uh, <laughs> <Crunch>. <laughs> what are you going on right wow. now? Oh my, cow. say no more, say no more. If you guys um, can't see the eyebrow dance I'm doing right now, I know, I know, right? Yeah, oh, look at audio podcast. We can't, really we can't, uh, we can't show them that because all, you, all you first next time Peter you see Lux at Play a with con, me in space. see, see, next- right, right, you can't say that I got really like sexy letters but then not talk about them like come on like maybe okay. is, is there like a is there like a barely podcasting nights like is there a patreon where there's like there is there is okay. and if any of you first want to know <laughs> all you have to do is go join patreon and if you get the pup level and above you can find out about these spicy spicy letters to lux Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And if, uh, if you go, if you go at the like guacamole anonymous level, then I'll mail you a fart in a jar. We should probably move on. I, we, I think we should move on. Probably. Let's too. move on. Um, Rain. Let us yes. know what we're moving on to. So it's time for that's just stupid, which is which is a, a what we've been doing right now. Yeah, exactly. But there's more. We've really been doing it all this time, but now we're gonna actually. Do that's just stupid. Which is let Lux know what this segment is. So all Lux, about. this is something that barely just came up with recently mm-hmm. called That's Just Stupid. And it's basically news of the stupid. A lot of it comes from Florida. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a lot of it from Florida. <laughs> so wait, so after each section do we go, that's just stupid. Uh, we could uh, we, we could. haven't, we could. We, we haven't, but we could. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and just get us started off here. 
Let me uh, cue up the music and everything. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. (laughs) All right, to get us started. A New Jersey woman amasses the world's largest collection of pizza-related items. So a New Jersey woman was awarded the Guinness Book of World Records title when when the uh, organization verified her collection of nearly 700 pizza-related items was the largest in the world. Talina Kupari of Kellenworth said she received the word this week from Guinness World Records verifying that she is now the holder of the record for the largest collection of pizza-related items. Guinness Very said important, 669, uh, right which is nice, items from Kupari's collection are qualified for the record. The number was high enough to take the record from Philadelphia man Brian Dwyer, whose collection huh. was tallied at 561 back in 2011. So, so there was, this isn't like, people do this, apparently. People do this. This isn't the only they, person. <laughs> there, there are more than one persons doing this, yes. Kupari posted a video on YouTube showing off her collection, which includes pizza boxes, stickers, books, towels, clothing items, toys, and kitchen utensils. The collector said she is still regularly acquiring new items in hopes of to eventually break her own world record. And that's, that's just, just stupid. Let it post. Yes. Keep going. It'll go in post. Uh, British firefighters <laughs> rescue a man with his hand stuck in a sofa. So firefighters. Yes. I don't know how you get your hand stuck in a sofa, but uh, firefighters. It's Australia. Keep going. It's Britain, but. Same thing, I guess. Oh, whatever. Cold Australia. Keep going. <laughs> yes. Firefighters in Britain conducted an unusual rescue when a caller reported a man who needed help extracting his hand from the back of a sofa. The Stapleford Fire Station in England said in a Facebook post that the crew responded Tuesday night to a report of a male with his hand trapped down the back of a sofa. Which sounds like he was trying to undo its bra or something. But... Uh, <laughs> The post said firefighters were able to help the man extract his hand, and he was not seriously injured, but sustained slight reddening to his hand. It really just, <laughs> it really isn't just fires. I'm pleased to announce that we're able to help the male without hurting him further or damaging his sofa, said firefighter Gavin. And I'm just imagining a sofa with boobs. Is that what a love seat is? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> oh, right. so one, two, one. three. That's, That's just, just stupid. stupid. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. And it and it reminds me of the pun: a man walks, a dyslexic man walks into a bra. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good one, good one, good one. Um, right. right. <laughs> So um, that's hard. That's just stupid. And to follow that up, I have some kind of stupid jokes. Okay. So last week, Ray knows I did this last week, but Lux, you don't know we did because you haven't listened to the episode like yet because it hasn't been released. But um, mm-hmm. last week, I had three jokes that I told, and then I asked which one of, well, Barely or Rue did they like the best. And then I put a poll in the BFFT chat. Which one did you like best? And only two people responded to that. Rain was one of them, so that was not a popular poll. Anyway. Okay. It was for me. So it was free. It was. It was. So, okay. Here are three jokes. And um, these are, I'm going to call them, quote, unquote, airhead jokes. And there is a reason I'm doing this after that. That's just stupid. And I'm calling them airhead jokes because 
I'm going to try and keep it PC instead of using the non-PC word for airhead. And of course, PC in this case means pup cares. So pup cares. So number one, one day an airhead walks into a doctor's office with both of his, her ears burnt. The doctor asked, well, what had happened? And well, she said, well, when I was ironing my work suit, the phone rang. And I picked up with the iron instead of the phone by mistake. And he said, okay, well, that explains what that one ear. So what happened to the other? Well, he called again. Okay. So Lux is... <laughs> <laughs> so number two... <laughs> there we go. Yes, we have him ready. So number two, uh, uh, Airhead again, I'll say, wanted to uh, start a business for herself. Um, so she went to the front door of the first house, and, and the business was going to be like carpentry, you know, working around the around the yard and that type of thing. So she went to the front door of the first house, and she asked the owner if he had any jobs for her to do. And he said, well, you can paint my porch. How much would you charge for that? And the blonde says, well, uh, let's see, how about $50? The man agreed, because that's actually not very much, for the big porch that he had around his house. So he, he told her that, well, the, in the garage is the paint and other materials that you might need. Go ahead and get that and let me know when you're done. The man's wife had, was inside the house and overheard the conversation and said to her husband, does she realize that the porch like goes all the way around the house? It's like going to be this huge project. The man said, well, I mean, she should. She was standing on it. It's like right there. So a short time later, the airhead came back, came back to the door to collect her money. And the guy was like, wow, are you done already? And she said, well, yeah. And I, I even had some paint left over. So I gave it two coats. And the man was really impressed. So he went for his wallet. And the, the airhead said, by the way, it's not a porch. It's a Ferrari. So number three... <laughs> you should see Lux right now. I, hold, call, call the nurse. I'm about to flatline. Just yeah. <laughs> you did say something earlier about death is coming soon. So um, yes, I'm, I'm glad we can <laughs> help say that. drive that final um, paintbrush <laughs> into your back. Um, so now this third one, I actually have to be non-PC in order to make the joke work. <gasps> So the non-PC version is, so a plane is on its way to Toronto when a, here's the non-PC part, a blonde, <gasps> when a blonde in economy class, she gets up and moves to the first class and sits down. The flight attendant, well, she saw this and went over and says, could I see your ticket, please? And then um, she looks at her ticket and it's definitely not first class, it's economy. And so she tells the blonde that she, has no, this is an economy class ticket, and I'm sorry, you're going to have to go back um, and send economy because this is reserved for first class. And the blonde replies, I am blonde, I am beautiful, I am going to Toronto, and I am staying right here. And the flight attendant, well, not very happy about this, goes to the cockpit and tells the pilot and the co-pilot that there is a blonde sitting in first class that doesn't belong there. She belongs in economy, and she won't go back to her seat. What should I do? The co-pilot says, okay, well, I'll take care of this. Goes back to the blonde and tries to explain that because you only paid for economy, I'm sorry, but you'll have to return to your seat in economy. And the blonde once again says, I am blonde, I am beautiful, I am going to Toronto, and I am staying right here. The co-pilot, well, a little flustered at this, obviously, goes and tells the pilot that she, that probably 
he should have the police be waiting when they land to arrest the blonde who won't listen to reason. And the pilot says, wait, you said she was a blonde, right? Okay, well, I'll handle this. I am actually married to blonde. I speak blonde. So um, I'll, I'll take care of this. So pilot goes back to the blonde and, and whispers something in her ear. And the blonde says, oh, oh, I, I'm so sorry. And she gets back up and goes back to her seat in economy. The flight attendant and co-pilot see this, of course, and they are amazed and say, wow, I mean, you just whispered a little something in her ear. What did you say? And, and he said, well, I just told her that first class isn't going to Toronto. Amazing grace. <laughs> How sweet uh, the sound. <laughs> oh my cow. So um one, two, or three rain, what do you think? Uh you can't I'm, say none. <laughs> I'm kind of partial to two. I thought two was pretty funny. Okay, okay. I, I appreciate that. And Lux? What I mean you're almost dead, but you're on your deathbed, so let me know before right, you die. I'll, I'll step away from the light for just a second. Um St. Peter was holding me up at the gates anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I like the first one. <laughs> okay. We got, I, I thought you might go with that. Okay, good. So um, all you furs, I will put a, another poll in the chat a few days after this show comes out, and we'll see if any fur dares to go with that <laughs> or something. Oh, my cow. <laughs> so let's move on to the more important subject of Lux. Tell us about a species that's very, very important. We don't have a theme song for this yet, but I will pick oh. a theme song for you. Oh, I, I, I know, I know. The, the, eye, the eyewitness theme from like the old docs back in the day. Dun, 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 I'll find something dun, that won't get us copyrighted. Oh, okay. Well, then just play it backwards and like auto-tune the crap out of it. I'll find something that'll suit this just right. So Lux, take it away. Welcome, everybody, to Better Know a Species. Hey, are you somebody where you're like, I want to make a new fursona, but I don't know what animal to do? Well, I, I got a bachelor's that is completely unemployable, but what it does mean is that I know a lot about furry animals. And so I'm here to pitch one to y'all for your consideration. So, raccoons are great, right? We love our yep. little trash oh, pandas, yeah. right? Aww. That video of that one trying to wash, like, cotton candy, just... Perfect. Go check that out. That makes me cry every time I watch it. <laughs> I have to right? cry. See, I'm like, write if that you down. cry every time. Yeah, so, so there's a similar animal that I would like to bring to your attention. And uh, it's pretty rad. And I'm going to make the case for it. So, if you are someone who loves the idea of a raccoon, maybe you even have a raccoon character, but you want to have something a little more exotic. Well, my friend, may I introduce to you Madagascar ring-tailed lemur. Oh, they're great. Now, yes. So this species used to be a bit more obscure. Uh, the best example that people know is King Julian. So he's ring-tailed lemurs have kind of gotten the Lion King treatment a la Timon, like how every meerkat persona is basically just Timon with a color swap. But Raccoon Matata. Tell you, Raccoon Matata. <laughs> That sounds like a shitty tiki bar somewhere. Um, so, yes, the ring-tailed lemur. I'm going to tell you all about lemurs. So lemurs are a primate, which means that they actually exist 
in a family very similar to human beings. Um, but they are distantly related enough where you're not running into Uncanny Valley. If you've ever thought of like, man, I really want like, you know, a cool persona, but monkeys are maybe a bit too close to people, man, go for a lemur. Ring-tailed lemurs are one of the most populous species of lemur on the island of Madagascar. Uh, here's something fun. Uh, their tails are actually longer than their bodies. So if oh, you are wow. looking for a canonical tail dragger, man, you can't go wrong with a ring-tailed lemur. Uh, they hang out in troops, and they're super, super chill. Sometimes they meditate, they'll cross their little arms and, like, put their hands out. Oh, cute. Uh, they're very social. Uh, they sound a lot like raccoons. They chitter and chirp and kind of squeak. So if you're someone where you got one of those little bird whistles like the, uh, the Dutch angel dragons do, you could totally throw one of those in there and be completely canonically accurate. Um, they love to harass uh, these species of millipede specifically for their venom, and people think it's because they get a little drunk off of it, which is kind of fun. So if you like to party, you know, can't go wrong with a ring-tailed lemur. And... Um, Weirdly related to that, there was a scientist who studied lemurs here in the United States that ended up getting arrested for a bunch of really weird crimes, but he tried to blame him manufacturing quaaludes on it being medicine for the lemurs he was studying. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, God, get a look in the 70s. Um, so, yeah, so if, you, if you're a party animal, man, it fits. Um, nice. I would say, yeah, out of, out of all of the exotic mammals the least that i've seen the more that i want to see are ring-tailed lemurs so if you are fun loving mischievous social and real down to earth i think it'd be a perfect persona species for you to try out so plus they describe nice. the tail right hey, there so, you go there you go give them a shot very nice back to Thank you, you rain yeah awesome yes <laughs> and tabin. why not <laughs> oh yeah there's a barely forecasting featuring here? and tabin <laughs> featuring a table with a lowercase t <laughs> yeah yeah there you go um i actually know um so yes all you furs that i love what lux just said right there so um very very useful information about lemur so consider that for your next fursona if that fits you i actually know uh one fur that has a lemur fursona he lives nice. in um washington his name oh, cool. is zumba um he's a red oh yeah Zuma's yeah. a dancer, right? He he is. He I was just yeah, looking I've at seen, his I've seen some um, videos. Cool. I was just looking at his wiki fur. He is a red ruffed lemur. But um oh, I saw okay. him at BLFC actually and, and very, very nice, nice, nice little lemur. Um but yeah, he's awesome, awesome dancer. Um and uh yeah, he he's he's great. Um, I always love watching him dance at the comps and stuff. And um I think I had a very I think one comp that I ho- hosted, I host, I've hosted mm-hmm. a few dance comps, and one of the sure. dance comps I hosted, I think at A&W, he was um, a, a participant, and I think I had a really horrible pun um, about mm-hmm. his name, because that's things I usually do. This is information that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so, you, said, you said A&W for a second. I thought you said A&W, like there was a fur con at like an A&W. <laughs> There, yeah, it's like, uh, I could use a root beer and, and a hamburger yeah. here, please, Chicken before the dance comp. So, um, thanks. I mean, like, you could have a worse, like, a worse place for a fur con. Honestly, really a giant could. A and W would could. actually rule. It's so. good. It really would. Like classic. That would be classic. Right? Plus um, the bear mascot. Right? Like they got a furry. Uh, like right, some of them have like a like a like a fiberglass bear, like right in there that you can. Oh get really? Oh. With. oh there yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. 
So that brings us to, oh, well, okay. So I have a little word, words, facts type thing to say, facts about words. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say facts about words. Hi. Hi. You're saying you're so, saying words about facts about words right now. I am, and that makes no sense. So I <laughs> So challenge number three, all you furs, tell me what I'm even talking about. And that's a great challenge right there. So facts about words, because um, words are fun. There's a difference between a literalist and a kleptomaniac. The main difference is that a literalist takes things literally. And a kleptomaniac takes things literally. Okay, so moving on. Uh-oh. Oh, that's, your, that's your flight line. Gone. Yeah, that's your flight line. <laughs> Somebody defib Lux. She's, she's gone. No, let lining. me go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Uh, so you heard it here first. Uh, Tabin kills, um, not in the good way. And there it is. So let's move on to our next segment, which is media. Media, 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 media. Oh, there you I go. Had no idea there was actual theme song for it. There, there was an actual theme song. Sorry. But no, you added to it. You added to it. That's fine. I that did. actually adds to it. God, um, don't sample this. Don't <laughs> So uh, our media section is just, you know, what we've been reading or watching or media media in for the last week. So I'll start us out. I started, we, me and my hubby, started this show um, called Working Moms. Have you, either of you, heard of Working Moms? No. I have not. I had a working mom when I was a yeah. kid. I had a mom in work, so, you know. Yeah. I had a lots of bad Puns and jokes that killed Lux. So sorry, but she's back with us. Apparently, oh, so I'm a zombie it, now. You're zombie. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm undead. Nice. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's the leprechauns. They they didn't want another death from Z- Zambini or something, so they came in. No, well, I think they're thinking of necromancers, not leprechauns. <laughs> oh, okay, right. That's yeah. a necromancers. good point. <laughs> necromancers. <laughs> necromancers. Both of those sound terrible. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Working Moms is a show, it's actually a Canadian show from 2017. There's six seasons, and there's going to be a seventh. It's actually pretty good. We're only uh, three episodes into the first season. It's, I mean, it's about what it sounds like. It's about moms that, like, just had a kid, and so they're back in the workforce and all that. Um, It doesn't sound, it sounds bland and mediocre, but it's actually pretty good so far. So, um, you know, if you have nothing else to check out, I recommend doing that. It's on Netflix. So we talked last week about how we started this show called Uncoupled. It's from 2022, so very recent. They only have one season. Lux, have you heard about Uncoupled? It has Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, which, of course, you know who that is. I, I, yeah, I, I, know, I know who Neil Patrick Harris is. Yeah, and, and he plays a gay man that got divorced in his 40, or, yeah, uh, well, they weren't married, but they were together for 17 years, and he left him, and so he's in his 40s and trying to get back out there, and just, you know, it's actually pretty good. Really good acting, too, I mean, as you would imagine, but um, it's pretty good. So we finished that season. There's only eight episodes in that season. I do recommend checking it out. And we are rewatching, um, as I've talked about the last few episodes, rewatching 24. We're in season two. So, Lux, here is the crucial whether or not I kill your zombie self with okay. your answer. 
All right. Well, okay. So the first question won't kill you. You can lower the shotgun shot. that you've got next to my head and just go ahead and ask. I did, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. So have you heard of the show 24 with Kiefer yes. Sutherland? You have. Okay. Yes. Have you seen any of 24? Little tiny bit of season one. I, I don't like how you say that. What did you think of the little bit you saw? It was pretty cool. Like, I think that okay. uh, it's okay. definitely okay. worth actually sitting down and binging. <gasps> oh, wow. You ha- you can continue your zombie self. I, I was a little bit Yay! scared that you said Wait. I had to stop because I hated it. it. It is one of those. So for all you first that haven't seen 24 yet, you have to, you can't start in the middle of a season. You can't start with just any season. You have to start with season one, episode one. It does take about four episodes. I mean, the first four episodes are really good, but it takes about four episodes to, for it to really get going. And once it does, the entire rest of the nine seasons don't stop. So it, Jack Bauer, that's Kiefer Sutherland, but Jack Bauer is the most amazing human being that has ever lived. And 24 is one of the best shows on earth. Um, season one was back in 2001, so it's a little older, but I mean, it's still around. You can get it on Netflix right now, too, as a matter of fact. But I highly, highly recommend 24. I've seen it all before, obviously, and we're just re-watching. We're back in season two, which is, oh, so good. Season two is so good. And season three, I know it's coming up. Season three is amazing with, well, no spoilers, but if you like viruses viruses season four i believe the chinese come into it um it and and oh it's so good anyway i am ranting and raving and in case you haven't guessed i like this show anyway and by the way well so lux you probably know that it's called 24 because like each season is 24 hours long each like each episode is yeah. called 9 a.m to 10 a.m and 10 a.m to mm-hmm. and, and it's actually right. really funny because like some of these episodes got like Emmy nominations and awards and stuff. And so when you look at it on the, you know, go to the internet and see which episode won, it's not called like Jack takes a field trip with his daughter. It's called 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's the episode that won the Emmy. It's kind of funny. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so that's what I've been watching and doing. Um, I'm actually in the middle of reading Rukas's Kindred, the f- the first um, of them, North. Really great book so far. I'm ki- I kind of stopped and i just got to find time to continue reading anyway lux what have you been reading or watching or whatever this week yeah yeah uh so this week so uh part of the cosplay that i'm doing on tiktok involves uh, a lot of real world history and so i've been kind of indulging myself because i I never stop working i'm a workaholic right and i can only relax if i'm consuming something that contributes to the creative process there you Uh, go so yeah, I, I have been brushing up on my ancient Roman history as well as my medieval history in the British Isles. And so just for a real special treat, even though it's not terribly accurate, I still uh, <laughs> did a rewatch of Gladiator, which is oh. still my favorite movie of almost all time. Like, yeah, it's, love, it's really good. Love, 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 love the Gladiator. For, for, for those of you uh, who were not born before the Stone Age, like <laughs> me, uh, Gladiator is a seminal work uh russell crowe is in it yeah yeah, um, yeah and yeah hans zimmer does the soundtrack which he's a real famous guy in in movie soundtracks and just it's it's aged for for all the historical dramas that i've been watching it has aged surprisingly well hmm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it, the movie now is it came out in 2000 so it is, is officially 22 years old and <laughs> it's it's funny because it came out in the era of hollywood where a lot of people 
we're talking about, oh, hey, historical dramas are dead and we're not interested in, in whatever. And then this came out, and then I don't know if HBO's Rome came out afterwards or what the timeline is there, but pretty much the success of this film directly led to Disney finally sealing the deal on getting Pirates of the Caribbean made. And so it launched this new, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it launched this new idea of, oh, wait, historical genre film is actually really good. Actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we should, we should definitely keep making it. And I think the next I've got, I got a whole uh, bunch of films on my, my docket, both classic and and kind of whatever, mainly about like Roman legionnaires and stuff, just because it's, it's fun to be inspired by it. Uh, the Eagle is currently the next thing I'm going to watch. Uh, I hmm. hear it's okay. It's about a, a Roman guy in Britain who's trying to honor his father's memory by finding the Legion's lost golden emblem. So it's kind of an odyssey story. And I'm kind of hmm. stoked about it because it, it happens in the fall of the Roman Empire, which I think is way more interesting than the height of the Roman Empire. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Lux, I have to know, I have to know what, yeah. what are your thoughts on Ben-Hur? Ooh. That is like so, one. I, that is one of the movies that I was forced to watch <laughs> in high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That changed my life because it is oh, sure. such a great movie. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't talk about how great Gladiator is without. We, we were earlier talking about the shoulders of giants. Like without Ben Hur, there is no Gladiator. And funnily enough, they they did a remake of Ben Hur. I think a few years ago, which was. Eh. But yeah, the, the OG Ben-Hur, I mean, that's, that's a genre-defining film, right? This was also one of those films that was a major motivation for the foundation of that one uh, org that prevents cruelty to animals, because they did kill a lot of horses in that movie. Oh. It's old Hollywood. And stuntmen. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and human beings too. Now, old, old, old Hollywood's got a body count, but and I'm not going to make any comments about whether it was worth, but it is It is a fantastic movie. Um, there's a lot of corny genre films that come out of that period. I mean, I hate to call Spartacus uh, corny, but when you compare it to Ben-Hur, because Ben-Hur's got like the, the, the ultimate line in Ben-Hur that I still shout to sometimes to people when I want them to work hard, which is, we keep you alive on this ship to row. Now row and live. <laughs> It's, it's incredible just to yell that to like a bunch of people at a fur con who are like complaining about having to work. Be like, hmm, we keep you in this fur con to toil. Now toil and enjoy your free reg. <laughs> oh, goodness me. I, ho- I hope my old Hollywood voice was good enough. So It, it was great. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one last piece of media that, I, that I'll talk about, which has no relation to... Uh, to any of the the research that I'm doing. Because I listen to like a zillion podcasts and a new episode of Beef and Dairy Network just dropped. And I love this podcast so much. It's basically, you guys, I'm assuming are sort of familiar with Welcome to Night Vale, right? I am not. Tell me. Oh, wow. So so Night Vale, for, for people who are listening to this podcast, because again, podcast listeners were our own breed, but they, they'll, they'll know what I'm talking about, but I'll, I'll explain it to you, Rain. So uh, Welcome to Night Vale is kind of the OG uh, spoken fiction podcast, and it's it's done in a style where it's a community radio station out in the middle of nowhere and all, all kinds of weird stuff happens. So it's part Lovecraft, part Courage the Cowardly Dog, part NPR. There's all these little insets of like boring sort of like community radio stuff that's slotted in. But it's um it's even even listening to the first episode, what? Oh geez, it had to be at least ten years ago now. Um I was hooked from episode one. So uh and, and so Beef and Dairy Network is similar, but it's less 
weird egg. Well, it, it gets pretty existential, but it's 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 uh, Monty Python flavored. Uh, the 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 theme of the show nice. is that it is a podcast. Yeah, it's an auxiliary podcast set in Britain that's supposed to be a companion to a anybody interested in beef cattle or dairy herds. But the episodes are never about beef cattle or dairy herds. It, it gets it gets really weird and zany and fun if you guys love transformation station uh you guys are gonna love beef and dairy network also there's a huge back catalog of it there's like 80 episodes so plenty for you guys to munch on um and yeah it's it's monty python it, there's lots of weird british humor in it and it's incredible i love it it's on uh the maximum fun network which is the same network as my brother my brother and me uh mission to zix all that good stuff so if you are sleeping on that podcast don't it's a riot. Excellent. <laughs> I like I like British. You should also check out Radio Rental. Mm. Radio Rental is it's actual true stories, but told by okay. a fictional character named Terry Carnation, uh, okay. played by oh I'm just blanking on his name from Parks and Rec. Um, oh, the main oh, guy, uh, Ron something or other. Ron, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross no, Watson was no, his no, name, no. His character name, Ron. right? No, yeah. not him. Uh, which one? Oh, the yeah, the, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Aziz Ansari? No, 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 no. Or, no, actually, wait, no? wait a minute. Was it The Office or Parks and Rec? Now I'm just blanking oh. on on who it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec, so. Terry Carnation. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I'm just blanking on his it's name. It's okay. We're dying. Fantastic. We're, we're all close we are to dying. We are dying. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a zombie, so yes. it's all right. Come join me. Join yes. me in a death rain. So I will join you in undead. Let go. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Mike. What's in your head? Time. In your head. Rain raccoon. Rain raccoon. Rain raccoon. Rain raccoon. <laughs> nice. I see what Another you did there. furry can't remember someone's name. <laughs> and the silence is kind of awkward. <laughs> Taben somehow to blame. I we're gonna we're gonna stop this. Rain Wilson. I should know this name. It's Rain Wilson <laughs> from The Office. Oh, he, he plays. I can't believe I just blanked on my own name. Oh, uh, but yeah, he let's, plays. Let's go get. Let's get you into the cat scan, dude. Let's. Oh my out what's going gosh! On I think I've been near the transformation ray way oh. too often this season. Right. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rain Wilson plays Terry Carnation. Okay. Who's gotcha. This creepy video rental store manager who has okay. a secret stash of VHS tapes with his own personal, <laughs> like creepy <laughs> true stories on them that he shows to okay. to only the selectest of customers, and it's oh it's fantastic. God. You should you need to listen so to it. It's basically a, a parody of Sex Lies and Videotape, then basically, right? Yes, kind of. It is okay. really good. It's really <laughs> out there. But yeah. uh, the stories are all <laughs> creepy AF and so mm -hmm. much fun. Okay. I'll check it out. I love podcasts like that. <laughs> so speaking of creepy and fun, um, I hear, Lux, that you have a special transformation ray again this week. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. I do. But, but I'm also I'm curious. How's your hubby doing? Well, he's doing fine. Uh, okay. I'm a little scared. No time to explain. Three, two, one. Did it work? Um, All right. Bark. Okay. Let's see. Oh, it did. 
There's a lot of feathers here. You're either a bro- <gasps> You're oh. a feather duster! No oh, wonder why my honey likes me so much. <laughs> yeah! Oh. oh, you're also known as the French tickler. Look at you. <laughs> Tabin, you are so fluffy. I thought you couldn't get any fluffier yeah. than you were, but you are more fluffy now I than you ever were. You know, I didn't realize that you brought the transformation ray to the station this oh, time. I didn't realize I brought the ray either. <gasps> oh, this is amazing. Yeah. So, Tabin, what's it like being a feather duster? <laughs> Very confusing. <laughs> okay. How um, is it confusing? Well, it's confusing because I'm looking at this sofa over here, and I'm wondering why this guy is over there with his hand stuck behind it. Um, oh, and I'm like, well, see, I don't it's got boobs. It's not a sofa. It's a love seat. Love seat. It's a yeah. love seat. That's, that's why I'm staying away from that. Okay. And then I look yeah. over here, and then uh-huh. I see this refrigerator with, with dust on it, and I am drawn to it. But I can't Ooh. go anywhere. I need some fur to help me wow. out and go over and dust that hold, hold on, hold on, just a second, Rain. Yes. You know, remember when we got you fitted for that maid costume? Oh yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, go go put it on. Go put it. Okay, on. I'll be right back. And let's. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Feather Duster Taven looks like Rain's going to be utilizing you. I see that you've got little okay. feathers on you. What, what what type of bird did those come from? I think a chicken. A I chicken. Think a chicken. Yeah. Because I mean, what what do you? So I guess I, it's kind of roostery. So the chickens don't have very big feathers, though. You're kind of small, I guess. <laughs> um, no, I, it, I'm a, I think it came from a, one of those moose chickens. Oh, moose? Ch- oh, like yeah, the, 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 the Canadian moose chicken. Yeah, the Canadian moose chicken. Highly um, endangered. I, I think so. Highly endangered, but um, now there's ethically, one less of them. because now these ethically, So these were not ethically sourced then, Canadian moose chicken feathers. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> so, tell the Canadian... So, don't tell Interpol. I'm holding on to contraband, is what you're telling me. That's exact. Don't tell Interpol. Um, oh, no. Okay. Okay. Rain, Rain. Right. Here, here I am. You're going to quickly dust. Here I okay. am. Oh, I am in oh. my French maid uh, outfit. Oh. Oui, oui. Look you. Oui, oui. Does, All right. So um, does it you got to dust really fabulous? quickly. Oh, it looks, it looks incredible. You need to dust very quickly okay. because Come here, I Tabin. think we Come might here. be in trouble Come here. with uh, the Canadian... Authorities for murdering a moose chicken. <laughs> murdering a moose chicken. Wow, that is oh clean gosh. Why, are, why are you, you? I like that you're giving me me kisses there, Rain. But you should <gasps> dust too. <laughs> yeah, Rain. To stop making out with your 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 your, your cleaning sorry. equipment and actually. Cleaning cleaning. I am sorry. <laughs> it is so sexy. The, the, right? the Look, I know you French people. I I know mm. that it's, it's you're a people of love and a people of passion. We are the people of I'm, love. You, you got time to smooch. You got time to clean. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> and you have time to go to the bathroom too. Yes, you can wee wee over oui, there. Yeah. The, 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 Hurry see, up oui. before Dudley Do Right shows up and murders us all for like killing a moose chicken. All right. <laughs> see the going. moose chicken is most endangered. Yeah. No. I mean, they're beautiful. They grant wishes. They like trot around on rainbows. I can't believe that we killed a moose chicken to make. Taping into a it was I, very, I'm just gonna haunt it, it was essential. No, it was essential. Just remember, this was an essential part of stupidity. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. there you go. We're 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 doing it. We're doing it. I mean, and I, to be to be fair, I mean, you do know what happens. It, you can, if you find a moose chicken feathers, you can make a wish. <gasps> you get, I've heard that somewhere. I've heard yeah. that somewhere, and I should know because I I am one. 
Um, Lux did you like moose feather chickens? Lux, yeah, did in, in addition to the transformation ray, did you happen to bring huh? a kitten too? I hear oh, a kitten. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I just, uh, as, as being part of a zombie, my liver just goes meow now. So. Oh, we. Oh, okay, we. nice. That's, that's a yeah, very no, that's, useful yeah, trait. My liver's named Pumpkin, who wants to be let out on the patio, but mommy's recording a podcast right now, and someone's a <laughs> so. Never mind my meowing liver. Um, <laughs> See, meowing your liver is such a terrible affliction. Exactly. Well, you know, while you're cleaning, you might as well make a wish on one of those moose chicken feathers. I will yeah. make the wish that that I can stop talking. Wait, are you with sure? this... Wait, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you German now? I I am I make the wish that I can stop talking with these weird accents. I... <laughs> it's a magical place around here. First, we've got I, the first I, I, maid. Let's wish now that Wayne German. had a I, I can see. Like... I can see your maid um, suit turning into lederhosen as we speak. It's yeah, oh my amazing. gosh, look at that. Oh, the lederhosen are awesome. Oh, they fit absolutely. much better than the skirt does. I'm going to blow the fuglehorn. Fuglehorn. Oh that my is... god, there's pretzels and beer everywhere for some reason. Yay, Dude. pretzels and beer. Yay. It's Oktoberfest. Well, before we it's get like... the party going, we should probably turn Tabin back from a feather duster into a... Yeah, yeah, that is a good idea. Alzi. Right, right. Okay, so Taven, any last thoughts as a moose chicken feather duster? Well, I love feeling even more fluffy than usual. I feel like um, I can play music because of my horns, and I can dust at the same time. And other than that, I'm pretty boring. But I like it. You know, it's a good change from whatever it is I normally do, which is pretty much nothing. So there you have it. Um, stupidity once again. All right, let's go ahead and fire that guy up. Yeah, yeah. Let's play some polka music. Here I am. Hi, I Hi. am back. Hey, you're that mostly was back. Fun. That was really fun. You know, it might have been boring, those... but lots of fun. Yeah, those moose antlers look real good on you. Yeah, they I, do. I felt pretty those good. Those feathery moose antlers, they're just incredible. I, I think in the next con, yeah. a what? A what tiger? A whooper tiger. A whooper yeah, it's, tiger. It's, it's, a, it's a mythological German animal that comes around Oktoberfest. Speaking of, let's go dance around to the polka version of Ramstein. Do hosh me. So, Ring, you can get that going before you leave to Sweden, right? Figure out how to. Sure thing. Sure thing. I will find polka Ramstein music. I'm that easy on you! <laughs> you did, did, oh, right. you Let's did. Dance. Do has. Let's dance, yeah! Do has me. Do has me. Do has me. Do has me. So. Well. Okay, so before we do furries in the news, Raccoon needs to go to the little raccoon's room. So I'm going to leave this okay. running, and you guys can talk about weird stuff while I'm gone. Fantastic. I am a weird stuff. You are. Lux, are you so a that, weird stuff? That would be great. You know, okay. portions of me are weird. All right, he's portions. taking out the headphones. So here's where the antidote is to the poison that I've given Rain Raccoon, okay? Uh-huh, Listen okay. Listen very oh. carefully. Okay. All right. 
So what you're going to want to do is you're going to go to the library, right? Okay. 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 Go to the library. Talk to the blind, half-blind librarian with a mole on her neck and her nose, but not the one with the mole behind her ear. Not behind her ear. Lies. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So she's going to tell you which section to go. You're going to go upstairs in the library. You're going to go left, then right, then left, then left, then right, then left, then right, right, left, right, left, right, left. And okay. And oh, oh, I got it. You will exactly. come up to the alternative religion section. Okay. You are going to remove the third book on the second shelf. Third, second, oh, second, and third. Yes, shelf. Exactly. I'm not going to repeat myself. So, oh. this book is going to have gold inlay, and there'll be uh, two pages that are dog-eared. When you remove doggy. that book, a secret door is going to open up inside the library. You're going to go okay. inside of that secret door, inside. down the spiral staircase. Keep going, keep going, uh, keep going. Are you going down the spiral staircase? You will okay, arrive okay, in a good, cave. Good. I can do that. There is oh. a underground river, and there is a boat. You need to get uh, into the, the, the boat. The boat. The ferryman will ask you for money. The ferryman. Now, the the ferryman. Oh, so the ferryman. Okay, that makes more he sense. He only accepts payment in those board ape yacht club NFTs. Because oh, he's an okay. idiot and changed all of his money into Cri- pretend internet crypto, pictures. Yeah, okay. I'm handing you right now a badly photocopied versions of Seth Green. Now that okay. you have that in your hand, you technically own it. Congratulations on making $40,000. Okay, well, you're going woo-hoo. to get in the boat, okay. Okay. and we are going to sail. You're going to sail down this underground river, right? Okay. You're going to keep going, you're going to keep going. There's bats, 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 bats. Avoid the bats, avoid the bats, avoid the bats, avoid the bats. And you're going to emerge from this underground river okay. into Brigadoon, right? This oh, is nice, lost, nice, okay. Yeah, the lost legendary city. So when you go to Brigadoon, find the old one, you give the antidote. Okay, he's back. You got all that? I got, so, and I go left, right, and then, um, I that got it, yes. Rain, you're going to be so okay. You're okay. Hey, Rain, you are going to be great. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's oh, gonna no. be okay. What fine. happened? You're don't be, worry. Taven's got this. When you're when be, your you're right gonna, arm right. starts being paralyzed, don't worry. Everything's shh, gonna be okay. Shh, then you're left. Oh, I mean nothing. I mean, you're gonna be okay. Everything's fine. He's everything's gonna be fine. fine. Everything's fine. Dude, Taven's in control. Okay. Oh, okay. I am then in I'm, control. I am one hundred percent comforted. Okay. All right. Good. I, I knew it would work out. Okay. Well, everything's, um, everything's great. We talked about, well, you were gone. We talked about just like mm-hmm. fluff and like, you know, New York steak and yeah. everything, the normal stuff. So every, everything's like fine. Like how Scientology owns Neopets now. It's weird. Right? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. That was crazy, right? Wow. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they actually do. The Church of Scientology is partial ownership of Neopets.com. That's yeah, very interesting Th- to know. That's yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction. I couldn't, couldn't write this stuff, right? Sometimes truth. You know that's a song by Bad Religion. Oh. And it's um, their self-entitled album. Well, it's the, the album is titled Stranger Than Fiction. And it's a really, really good album. So all you furs, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I don't know why. I'm, I'm only a pup. I'm only like six years old or something. So I don't even know how <laughs> you know all this. I, yeah, I, listen, I listen to old school stuff. So Bad mm-hmm. Religion is this really great old school punk band. They have really good mm-hmm. stuff. And well, I like their first few albums, actually. Their, their later albums aren't as good, I don't think. But that's just me. Anyway, yeah. they have an album. And the one I've heard the most is mm-hmm. their album called Stranger Than Fiction. It's the album mm-hmm. that has 21st Century Digital Boy on it. Because I'm a 21st century digital boy. I don't know how to live, but I got a lot of toys. Uh, My mama 
is uh something something metrosexual, I what? think. My dad is saying got, about my mother. Um, I love her. She's wonderful. Great. Yeah, don't you talk about my mama. <laughs> I right? I pay the poor fool that don't give me pets. Anyway, right. so anyway. where are we now? Rain, speaking of stupid. And actually, Lux, you actually know about um, this thing I do here that is extremely, extremely stupid. There's a lot of stupidity in this show right now. Yeah. And, um, but you know about this thing that I it. do. It's yeah. full of it. But it's it's fun stupidity Yay. for the most part. So, Lux, huh? what would you describe Tabin's Furries in the News intro as? What um, does it call to mind to you? Okay, so go ahead and close your eyes, and I want okay. you to imagine the depths of the ocean. Okay. Beautiful, black, deep, and endless. And then out from nowhere, <laughs> a forlorn call. It's a humpback whale? No. It's a giant tabin swimming oh. through the sea, calling out <laughs> to his species. <laughs> That's actually quite beautiful and relaxing. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I wish that were true, but yes, it, it is. I remember I one mean, time. I, guess, uh-huh. I remember one time you um, said, "I sing it." It's like I. Okay, that's one way to um, describe uh-huh. it too. Is I sing it. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the I like the Tabin whale thingy that you just did better. The Tabin whale. <laughs> Tabin. We've come up with moose chickens and now Tabin whales. The Tabin. All right. Well, <laughs> it's we a whale of a tail. Tabin whale song. <laughs> right. All right, and with that, we're gonna go to. Furries in the news. Tabin, take it away. Furries are in the news. They are in the You can really hear that majestic sound. on the earth. They are in where they're in where <coughs> they are in I'm dying here oh I'm gonna join you soon Logs I swear uh, they are in the Sail away, sail away, sail away. And then you in the background. To Pilau, hear the barking of the pup from PG to Ty. Okay, sorry. You're, no, love this it, is your love section, it. <laughs> Okay. Well, Tabin, well, do you have any, any news stories for Furries in the News? After all of that, I do not. I do not either. It has been a very slow week in the furry news cycle. Furry news cycle. Lux, do you have any furries in the news? Ooh, interesting. Um, so uh, I'm guessing there's a separate section for conventions. That's uh, coming right, right now, after yeah. this. Yeah, and you guys have already spoken about campfire tales. I'm guessing. Uh, yes. Um, I mean, I guess in 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 hyper local furry news. Uh, the Fur Bowl is this weekend here oh. uh, in Reno, Nevada. It's actually down in Carson City. And I guess what I will say, uh, just to put something in this segment, is that furry bowling has been a thing in the fandom for quite some time, for those that do know or those that don't. And if any of our listeners are like, you know, I really want to see uh, fursuits outside of conventions. I want to go to fur meets and hang out, whatever. Chances are, 
as long as you are within a zip code of a somewhat major metropolitan area, (laughs) there's a local group of furries that meet up to go bowling. Um, And if you can make it to it, uh, there's kind of different variations and levels. No furry bowling meet is quite the same. Uh, Some are very professional, like uh, the Homestead Bowl in the Bay is actually basically a minor bowling league. (laughs) They have their own cash registers and trophies and everything. But for the most part, usually fur fur bowls are just kind of little get-togethers and and whatnot where you basically get to bowl in your fursuit. Uh, Some uh, bowling alleys allow you to wear your feet paws, uh, some don't, so it's always good to ask. But the best is when you've got your full fursuit head on with terrible vision and you're wearing your paws. Uh, The point is not to bowl well. The point is to have fun, connect with your local community, and uh, get a picture taken of y'all dabbing. So go to your local church. <laughs> and and um, actually on that, so if you're in the Pacific Northwest or happen to be in the Pacific Northwest one time, I think every three months or so in uh, – well, it's in Bothell, Washington. So this is uh, cl- next to Seattle is Ooh. when fur balls strike. And I've actually only been to f- when fur balls strike once. It's one of the biggest fur bowls in the nation. They had, really? yeah, they, well, so it's at a 50 lane bowling Ooh. alley and they, they don't close it off just for the event, you know, normies and everything come in too, but sure. I think they had, I'm looking at the website now and I'm trying to find, I forget. I think one year they had like, I don't know, uh, 300 furries show up with like half of them were fursuiters or something. Woo! Um, it was like That's this incredible. huge thing. Yeah, no, it mm-hmm. was great. I think I think it's usually more around like two hundred. If anyone mm-hmm. um, knows Kajani Lion, um, I he do is, actually. Oh yeah, he. So this yeah. is one of the events that he um, heads up. So oh, if any yeah. Kajani Lion is um, usually does some of the game show things at cons, like a BLFC, mm-hmm. especially I think mm-hmm. FC, probably A and W. But um, yeah, Kajani Lion is great. He was actually a guest of honor at a recent A and W. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. He even knows my name. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one knows yeah. my name. But no, he, he's a really, really great fern. He does a lot of good stuff for the community. And mm-hmm. he um, heads this up. Taven so, wants to bowl where everyone knows his name. <laughs> oh, right. fuck. Oh, my oh, cow. My yes. Well, I just, I just want to say, like, on, on, on a note of, like, lion, like, fursonas or whatever. I have never, I've never met a furry who was a lion who wasn't the coolest person, like, at, like, it is it is a premium fursona species. Like only the best of us are lions. It's so true. It's, it's very I just true. shout and out Kajani to all the is, lion people. And Kajani definitely is one of those um, amazing, wonderful lions. So if you uh, furs are interested, you can just go to whenfurballsstrike.net. It's all one word. Ooh, dot and net, go yeah. go check. Yeah, not org.net. Uh, you mm-hmm. can go, um, and it's usually an afternoon thing. Like the most, the next one is coming up August twenty seventh. Uh, so that's actually at the releasing of this episode, like last week. But you know, you check in. They have a group photo at two. They then they bowl, and then um, they have a ra- raffle and everything. And it's really cool. So in the bowling alley, you know, they always have an arcade area. Um, they yeah. have an arcade area that's pretty open, and they have a DJ that comes in, a furry DJ that comes in for the Ooh, event, and you can dance nice. around. Yeah, I, I went, as I said, I, I've only been once, but when I went, it was a really great time. Hang out with furs, you know, do some bowling, do some dancing. Um, it, it's, it's really great. So um, shout out to that and all the fur bowls that are, as Lux said, around the country. Um, check them out. It's good, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I have to remember for upcoming events, I need to p- 
put in there everyone for ball strike because it's a great event to do and yeah. stuff. I don't know why. Oh yeah, it sounds it sounds amazing. There, there's so many other furry events than just conventions, you know. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, there was yeah. a furry cruise a few years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes yeah. there's stuff that happens like in conjunction with cons that are kind of semi-official or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, like if if you were looking for alternative events, furry meetups, whatever, like, and you're like, oh, but there's no furries in my area, QQ. Like no, go go to your furball. <laughs> you will you will meet like minded people who just want to hang out and have fun, and um, it's it's I never have a bad time at furballs yeah. ever. So nice. go, Let's go go go. Speaking of events, then that actually segues nicely. Thank you, Lux, into our next yeah. segment, which is upcoming events. Do we have a music Woo! for this? No, there's no music for this. Oh, 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 oh no, blah, blah, blah. I got, I got this. Upcoming events, Upcoming events, They're events and they're coming and they're up and they're events and they're coming and they're up events. Events. And I'm gonna sample that, and that's gonna be the new official song. That's no. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's all your fault. No. No. That's our next. Oh man. Awesome. Um. So our weekly. Our weekly plug for Get Out the Float in Seaside, Oregon, October 27th through 30th, 2022. Barely Rain and I, and I think of the, some of other furs from the BFFT chat are going. Yeah, uh, Orville's uh, going to be going, of course, Orville's because, going. Uh, you know, we can't go apart because well, we're a match true. set. Um, it, it should be good. So for any fur that didn't know, Get Out the Float is actually an event that's been happening oh, for the last, you know, seven years or so or something. But it hasn't been like a big event where they've had an actual hotel and a convention space and everything. It's just been more of a few day event where, you know, it's kind of you get together and stuff. But uh, now they actually have convention space. It's at the Seaside Convention Center. And the, the hotel is a few blocks away. There's also a hotel right across the street, but uh, Event Hotel is a few blocks down. So it'll be a lot of fun. It's not the typical con. There's not like panels every day, but there's a lot of floaties. And it's it's a squeaky event, but there's a lot of fursuiters. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and there will be yeah. a parade down to the arcade. There will be a parade nice. down to the arcade. Um, there's a swimming pool, although it was just announced today by the chair that Sunday there's not going to be pool uh, mm-hmm. Availability because there'll be a renov or um, maintenance or something, but he's he's figuring ah. something out. But it should be um, a really good event. Go to getoutthefloat one word dot com. Uh, you can register registration for the entire weekend is seventy five dollars. They don't have different tiers. They just thought let's just well, do one registration. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It, Seaside's a great little town with arcades, and I mean, it's on the seaside, so if you like beaches, it, it's up there. I'll, I'll be doing stuff there. I will theoretically doing the story time with Tabin like I normally do. I think I'll be doing nice. a weird uh, Tabin Sings Weird Al thing. If anyone first saw me do that at BLFC, mm-hmm. um, they can come see me do that. And we will be Again, doing, I think, a podcast there as well. And we'll be doing um, the podcast, a live pad- podcast out there. Yep. Will um, you be and- doing it from the pool? Oh, we don't know yet. In the Maybe. water, we, we, recording the no, podcast. No, because podcast equipment does not go well in the pool, unfortunately. Okay, good, good well, now you put floaties on. You put floaties on. You have a boom there's, mic. You find you find some very friendly fursuit handler, and you're like, here's a boom mic. Yeah, do you <laughs> mind dangling this, this yeah. voltage-inducing thing over the water? Yeah. yeah, and do it for an hour and a half. <laughs> Um, exactly. So it'll, it'll be a really good time. We're all looking forward to it. Um, and Lux, yeah. remember what we were talking about, how they don't, you know, the, a lot of DJs are just the type at the, at, at cons. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Tabin convinced me to go ahead and try to DJ at a con. Which means there's going to so be 80s. There's going to be... Lux, you got to come out. There you will be... Who, who, do I, this. who do I have to bribe? Let me know. Let me know who I got to... I got to grease the wheels a little bit. A little nepotism. A little, uh... You know what I'm saying? Now the business is done. Yeah. I'll, fi- I'll find them. I'll find their cash find app. It. Yes. So... You know? Nice. They'll, they'll get they'll get they'll get a a, a BS NFT monkey. I'll, I'll make it happen. I will be DJing there. There will be eighties, nineties, oh, okay. and <laughs> all kinds of really cool stuff, including maybe nice. some Weird Al disco. and disco. yeah, some disco and, disco. and, and disco. yes, seventies, eighties, nineties, all the really cool music that isn't yeah. So, yes, all you first check that out. It should be a really great time. Looking forward to it. Um, October 27th through 30th, Seaside, Oregon. So, upcoming events. So, I'll just go through these quickly because we've taken all your time so so much already. But I think we all probably want dinner soon. But... We'll, we'll go through yeah. this. I mean, I want I want some hot, steamy brains. I'm a zombie, remember? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I'm glad I do not live with you right now, Lux. So <laughs> September 1st through 5th um, in Snow Creek gr- Group Campground in Clearwater. Wow, my thing is off the... Let me move this because off the rails? my notes are off, off the rails. rails. Dun, dun, is it dun. off the rails? It is. <laughs> there we go. Obligated to do one of those. Yes, and yes, it's true. And will not have to be upset with us anymore. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, in Snow Creek Ground Campground in Clearwater County, Alberta, Canada, is further north. Yeah, furthest north, 2022. Same weekend is Memphis Fur Meat in Winnie Whispering Woods Hotel and Conference Center in Olive Branch. Tell me again what MS is. It's Mississippi or Missouri? Mississippi. Mississippi. Missouri is MO. That's my MO, yo. Tales and tur- tur- Tornadoes for Con. Uh, same weekend in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. And you- Tulsa. Not Tesla. Tulsa. Tulsa. Oh, yeah. No, Oklahoma. No, Elon is not there. Please go to a con, Oklahoma, and the waving wheat. Go, go. And so the next weekend, September 8th through 11th is for SonaCon, um, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Then I know all you for actually same weekend. I know a lot of us are going to furry migration um, in Minneapolis at the Hyatt Regency, September 9th through 11th. Uh, Next weekend after that. Wow, we got a lot of things in a row here. Next weekend after that. Is Fur Dance Budapest. So if you don't want to be in the U.S. anymore, Ooh. go to Budapest, Hungary, Budapest. and go to the first fur. Hey, don't be yeah. pest. Go to Budapest. Yeah. Um, don't pest your Buddha. Go to Budapest. Can, don't exactly exactly. Uh, see, the same weekend is Furry Takeover in Fontana Dam, North Carolina, Philly Fur, September tw- one day, September twenty fourth. Um, the elements of Centris. Quezon City, Philippines. So it's this thing in... I don't even know what's going on there, but um, go to it if you're in the Philippines. And um, the last weekend, September 29th through October 2nd, is Rücken Furkan in Binz, Germany. And so if you're in Germany that weekend, you can go to that. And that is Upcoming Events Move. That was Upcoming Events. That was Upcoming Events. Okay, I think... uh, so rain sample that, and that'll be the end oh, of no. the upcoming events. <laughs> I've got uh, it on lock. No, shit. No. This is you what happens when, you, when you're co-hosting. I did. So, you did I this did. to yourself. I, I messed up and showed up, so. You messed up and showed up. <laughs> but 
So the next segment is I, I'm going to talk about math. And Lux, I'd asked you for a suggestion, and I'm going to mm. do it. Okay. I'm going to talk about astronomical units, which is actually pretty interesting, it turns out. I learned a lot of things myself. So. Math, 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 math. Oh, that was like actually really perfect. <gasps> okay. Um, so, uh, so space, the final cow. You know, it's like really big. It's a really big cow. And we have other units to describe the distances in space. This is similar to how instead of saying 5,280 feet, we just say one mile. And it helps us kind of compare different distances and, and everything pretty simply. So the quote-unquote basic unit it, it, uh, that in the realms we're talking about here is an quote-unquote astronomical unit or an AU. So AU. 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 How are you doing? AU. Namaste. <laughs> AU. You going somewhere? Namaste. <laughs> um, so one AU is the distance from the sun to the Earth's orbit, and that's about 93 million miles. So it's easier to say one AU than 93 million miles. The distance from the sun to Saturn's orbit is 886 million miles, which is 9.5 AU. But it's much easier to talk about like 9.5 AU than one AU. So there's also being able to talk about these relative sizes instead of saying 880 million, whatever, just saying one as 9.5. It gives us a better idea. Uh, helps us grasp better the idea of proportions and comparing the distances. So, for example, the fact that the distance from the sun to Saturn's orbit is 9.5 AUs means that the distance from the sun to Saturn's orbit is 9.5 times that of the sun <laughs> to the Earth. So that kind of puts it in perspective a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Relative ratios. Rel it is. It's relative ratios. It, it really helps out. Definitely. Similarly, uh, AUs make it easier to see that Jupiter orbits five times further from the sun than that of the Earth, and uh, and also that the Saturn is twice as far away from the sun as Jupiter. So it kind of helps put things into perspective. You know, like if you look at a planetary map, it looks like all the planets are like equally spaced mm -hmm. and close together. But actually, if you think in terms of AUs, you can actually get mm -hmm. a better idea about how those spaces are. Um, oh, yeah. Now, of course, distances can be bigger than AUs. Mm -hmm. Such as oh, when really? you're thinking about bigger. Such as when you're mm. thinking about interstellar distances. And so by this, I mean distances mm. between star and planetary systems. Mm. So for example, one light year is the distance that a photon of life, light travels in one year. And that's about six trillion miles. Um, that's also nine trillion kilometers for those are you first said like kilometers. And mm -hmm. that is equal to, so one light year is 63,000 AUs. Uh, that's, oh. I mean, it's really great to be able to do this comparison. It really puts things into perspective. Yeah. Because when you think million and trillion and num numbers like that, we don't, mm -hmm. our brains don't really fathom how much of a difference a million is from trillion. It's a huge difference. But then when you start mm -hmm. talking in terms of these astronomical units, 
uh, you mm-hmm. can really start to wrap your brain around how amazing this is. Mm-hmm. So light year is the distance a photon takes to travel one year. Another way to think about mm-hmm. that is a light year is how far you would travel if you could travel at the speed of light. And of course, as far as we know, we can't do that. But if you could, just to put it in perspective, that's one way to think about what a light year is. For example, you might have heard of the star system Alpha Centauri. Mm -hmm. I said that wrong, but you know what I'm talking about. And Alpha Centauri is the closest star system to ours, which is, long story short, basically the Milky Way. This gets into, like, planetary systems versus solar systems and all that stuff, so I won't get into that now. But, so Alpha Centauri is 4.3 light years away from us. That's 25 Mm -hmm. trillion miles. But so that's 4.3 light years. Compare that to... Mm -hmm. The one light year, the distance that it takes to travel to the sun in one year. So so conceptually speaking, mm-hmm. if I hopped in a magic rocket ship and started on Earth and then went to Alpha Centauri and I traveled at the speed of light, then it would take me 4.3 years, you said? Uh, 4.3, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. um, Yeah, great. Yeah, put in perspective. It's really, I mean, these things are really hard to graph, so it's great to put things into perspective just like that. Mm-hmm. So then we have, that's interstellar distances. Now we also, mm-hmm. beyond that, have intergalactic units. Whoa. And so now we're okay. talking, yeah, so now we're talking about, like, describing distances between galaxies, not just star systems, but actual galaxies. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about a parsec, which, you know, like Star Trek and everything talks about oh, parsecs. Yeah. This is a thing. So one okay. parsec is I guess there's, um, I didn't look into it, but apparently there's kind of a complicated history by how this happened and how it got named and okay. everything. But one mm-hmm. parsec is 3.26 light years. And so that's okay. 19.56 trillion miles. Now, astronomers use the word megaparsec. So that's one. So you think a parsec is big. Think of a million parsecs. That's a megaparsec. Mm-hmm. Um, astronomers use megaparsecs to talk about the scale of distances between galaxies. So that's big. Like yeah. you can't even fathom, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So now what if the idea of a megaparsec is too small to talk about distances? Well, there's a word to describe this. It's oh, called really? a redshift. A redshift <laughs> is a measurement that encompasses the idea of how much a galaxy's light, a galaxy's light has been shifted towards mm-hmm. the longer, aka redder wavelengths because of the expansion of the universe. Okay. So now we're okay. talking about distances, not because you measure them, but because the universe has changed the wavelength of light and that's how we talk about distances now. And that brings us to the concept of a redshift. So that's just like... That's wild. Really cool and wild. Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. Um, so astronaut, being able to talk about things in terms of astronomical units is really help, really great. It helps us put things into better grasp of distances. And as you mentioned, Lux, proportions, definitely, comparing sizes. So one last thing I want to talk about this, which is really cool, I think. Going back to the idea of light years. So light years, you know, I talked about is the, you know, how long it takes to get light from uh, basically the Earth to the sun. Now, it turns out that our sun is eight light minutes from Earth. Oh, really? Okay. 
so we, we can talk about like years, like minutes, even like seconds. So oh, okay. what this means is it takes eight minutes for light to get from the sun to the earth. Okay. Ooh. Now, so when you see the sun or Jupiter or the stars, this means that since it takes this amount of time for the light to get to us, when you're looking at the sun or Jupiter or whatever, you are seeing that as it was when it, the light left it, which could be eight minutes or 4.3 years in the case of Alpha Centauri ago. So wow. the further, if you look further out in space, the further you look, you are seeing further back in time. Whoa. Okay. And this means that this means, are you ready for this? Do you want to know what this. this means? This I is true. Know. All you furs out there, this is true. This means that when you're then seeing all the stars and planets, whatever you're looking at, you're looking at it all in the sky at different times in wow. history, some a few years ago, some a hundred years ago, and you're looking at all this history all at the same time. Mind blown. And there is my math slash science for the week. Thank you, well, Lux, you know, for the suggestion. Yeah, yeah. You know what? My, my favorite unit of astrological measurement is a proclaim. <laughs> is that what you proclaim? And what is a proclaim? It's the distance that you'd walk just to be the man who walks that distance to fall down at your door. Da 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 Oh, I got you. Oh, my I'm back, cow. baby. I came back you're to life. Ba oh, you're back to life. Oh. No more zombie luck. You just, just about rickrolled us there. <laughs> Perfect timing. At the end oh. of the show, we bring Lux back, or she brought her back herself yeah, back, I should I'm say. I'm like the Messiah or something. Hi, everybody. Yeah, nice. She's undying. I can heal you. Exactly. Yeah. So on that note, uh, let's hear the music. Let the music play. Yes. So in closing, Lux, could you tell us uh, just uh, how, just give us a few words of wisdom and say goodbye uh, to our furs in the Potiverse for this week? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't eat yellow snow. Uh, don't buy NFTs. And call your grandma. She's worried about this whole furry thing. She, she's really, really, really worried. Okay, so thank you again to um, Lux for co-hosting with me we've had a yeah. really great time i think this has been my really pleasure good stuff. Awesome. again bring me back anytime barely leaves for cigarettes <laughs> will do will do definitely um and rain thank you so much for coming on and helping us out anytime with whatever we did tonight yeah and whatever I'm, we did i'm not sure barely will like it but <laughs> no, I'm not he's not here don't even let him listen to he's this he's not here he's not so getting cigarettes it's, it's true it's, it's true it's not our fault so, yes, thank you to all you first for um, listening. We, it means so much to us. As you know, as I always say, thank you so much. It really means a lot. Um, support us on Ko-Fi or Patreon, I have to say, of course. Go to the website, Barely Furcasting, um, for at the Buzzsprout website. You can go and click links and hear the show and, and all that good stuff. Check out Give our merch money. on Redbubble. So, and merch. We have Ooh. merch on Redbubble, so um, please yeah. check that out. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to get more stuff on there, as a matter of fact. So thanks yeah. for reminding me. And, and again, go to your furball and draw My Little Pony Crocodiles. Yes. Yes. And get on that, I mean, I can't even follow that up. That is the most amazing thing to end with. So thank you again. We hug you tight with pausies. Until next week, bark, bark, new bark fluff. All right. Good night and good luck. Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and the guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded, and directed by Barely Normal aka Mike Began and is edited by Barely Normal and associate editor Rain Raccoon. This week's episode was guest produced recorded and edited by Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music as well as some interstitial music was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by our music associate Regday with Damien Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Regday, you can search for Tweezer Beak on Bandcamp or Hooploop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com and the YouTube Free Use Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Meme Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. You can send us a message via email at barelyforecasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page or on the barelyforecasting.com webpage. The show is supported through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyforecasting, or through Patreon at patreon.com slash barelyforecasting. Thanks for listening, we hope you come back and listen next week.